Wait a minute, I hear something. What's happening, everybody? It's Rick again from Dr. Movie with another episode of uh, a movie I kind of skipped over when it originally came out. 1988, my high school graduation year. And I remember this movie coming out. A lot of the guys were kind of hip on it because, you know, football dreams and all that kind of stuff. I really kind of passed this one over. And first time I saw it was only, I don't know, a couple of years ago, and I can tell you why. This is how closed-minded I was, or can be. I I can still be this way. Um, As you know, this movie uh, stars uh, Anthony Michael Hall, and my problem was I just couldn't buy him being a jock. Because everything else I'd seen him in, I'd already stereotyped him, right? Into the the nerd, you know, Weird Science, Breakfast Club, 16 Candles. That's my Michael, Anthony Michael Hall. Not Michael Anthony. Michael Anthony is a bass player for Van Halen. But, uh, Van Halen! I'm gonna talk about some movies here. Diamond Dave. Anyways, back to the idea here. Um, yeah, it was it was hard for me to accept him playing this kind of role. I guess I just couldn't buy it at the time. And, um, you know, it, it's kind of the same way we probably all felt when we found out they were making a Batman movie and Michael Keaton, whose biggest roles at that point was Mr. Mom and Beetlejuice, was going to play Batman. And lo and behold, you know, Secretly, he's still the best Batman. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was kind of the problem I had with this movie back in the day. And plus, you know, it, it just didn't look like it interested me. And I remember that Judas Priest did a song for the soundtrack. Um, they redid Johnny Be Good, which I don't recommend. I just, I don't know. I I like me a lot of Judas Priest, but this time period, something happened. Now, most people hate the album Turbo that Priest put out, which is the album before this one, which the the, the song that's in this movie is on an album called Ram It Down, which has a handful of good songs. I'll just leave it there. And they put this Johnny B. Good version on there as well. Uh... Yeah, something happened to my priest at this point. They were totally losing their way, which they totally rectified later on. Anywho, that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about this movie. And let's look at a synopsis. It says, uh, well, that's going to be a mile long here. Eh, Let's read it. Why not? We're at a stoplight. High school quarterback Johnny Walker, hence the name Johnny Be Good, is being courted by elite colleges nationwide to get a sports to get the sports star to enroll an army of recruiters and entice him with everything a young hormonal teenager could want. While his best friend, Leo Wiggins, Robert Downey Jr., 
which is really the reason to watch this movie, advises him to wait for the most lucrative offer that Johnny's girlfriend, Georgia Elkins, Uma Thurman, this is her first starring role, or first role, I guess, said introducing, so it usually means that's the first thing they're officially in. Wow, this guy walking in the road like he had a tri-lamb shirt on. Lambda, 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 dude. Uh, sorry, that's a Reebok emblem. Wow, it looks very much like the tri-lamb. Um, his girlfriend, Georgia Elkins, wants him to attend their state college with her. Uh, the trouble is, in the, is the state school has offered him nothing. Yeah. So, uh, that's pretty good. That's a, that's a lot, right? I mean, we're f almost five minutes in, and we just got through the synopsis. So, pretty long one, but uh, makes makes perfect sense. So, let's talk about who's in this. I pretty much have spoiled the beans for the most part. Anthony Michael Hall, right? Robert Downey Jr., which, again, I'm going to say is the reason to watch this. There's something about... I, I guess I, he was always a side character in these flicks, right? He never was a star in these movies. And going back and watching them, he's really the reason to watch them. Just say it. Just seems that way. Uh, like I said, a very, very young Uma Thurman. We've got Paul Gleason in here, right? He's the football coach for the high school team that Johnny plays for. And Leo Wiggins. Um... <laughs> of course, you know, he's the principal for detention in, in Breakfast Club, so you kind of know what you're getting there. He's kind of still the same character. And he lives with Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. So, good for him. Um, but he is like football coach, His, his but his house and everything. I mean, obviously, he's not making a lot of money because he's coaching a high school team. He's driving a pacer. <laughs> He's got a, like a late 50s model house that's all interior decorated like it's the 60s. And uh, he's just kind of coasting, right? He loves football. That's the big thing, right? We got Steve James in this. Steve James is in a lot of stuff. He ends up being the, the coach at the, the, the state university that Uma Thurman's wanting him to go to. And uh, he plays a great role in this. Who else we got that's worth talking about? We got Robert Downey Sr. in this. How about that? You don't see that happen very often. Uh, Howard Cosell pops in, does a couple of things where he's Howard Cosell. Uh, that's it for the most part. Um, there's some familiar faces you're going to see in and out of this thing, but nothing that just really swings for the fences. That's a wrong sport. I'm sorry kicks a field goal <laughs> for all my people across the pond we you know we kick field, bow, field goals in football well y'all kick field goals too it's just on the ground anywho just stating a, a fact here let's talk about this one so uh starts off there's a football game going on and it's showing off the athletic abilities of johnny you know and all these recruiters are there watching him play taking notes and the dude can't walk anywhere without a crowd of these people saying, you need to come to our place. We'll offer you this. We'll offer anything your heart desires, right? So they're, it's really pointing out the problem that we have now with athletes. 
because we're putting education aside and going for the green. And while that seems like an okay idea at the time, long run, I mean, you use your common sense. We all know we don't stay young forever. We're going to get injured, we're going to get hurt, and that ends the career, right? There's even an instance where you kind of see that happens to a guy that went to uh, this Texas State uh, University. And uh, the Horny Toads <laughs> is the name of the team or the mascot or whatever. And uh, so Johnny gets all these offers. He does fly out to Texas. They come pick him up in the Learjet, take him to uh, this big uh, fiesta they're having in his honor. they got four or five other recruits that are there, too. But everybody's looking at Johnny Walker. And uh, the guy that comes and gets him, the, the, the scout... Uh, introduces him to his wife and his wife has the hots for Johnny and she ends up sneaking away with him and taking him out on a football field and uh, you know they she's trying to make the moves on him right there on the football field but it's like got this huge star platform that has lights underneath it <laughs> it's, it's like th this whole movie is excess everything about it is just excess Everywhere you look, these are a lot of people with money and don't know what to do with it. And it's really telling that story. So um, Johnny seems like a, a normal kid that, yes, he has these abilities. His best friend, Robert Downey Jr., is just a lunatic. So they just work well together. They play sports together and all that stuff. His buddy wants him to go to USC or UCC. I believe they call it in the movie. Um, so trying to go to Cali and uh, you know like I said he goes to Texas and that doesn't really work out even though the the scout even though he saw him mess around with his wife he still tries to offer him the position and thinks that he accepted it and there's a little family tie in here too that's the other thing is Johnny's very family oriented right I mean he's got like three siblings he lives with his mom, who's a single mom, and then the granddad lives with them, and they're all this tight unit, you can tell, because they're sitting down trying to have dinner, and there's people outside the house trying to get Johnny's attention, and all these scouts and everything. And, uh, you know, he's trying to carry on this normal life. His girlfriend, Uma Thurman, same deal. You know, she's obviously hung up on him. She, she wants him to go to the same college where they can be together. But he's going, uh, you know, why don't I take advantage of one of these good deals? So that's where we're at with all this, right? So he goes to several different colleges and does the rounds, checks out everything, and uh, ends up believing in his own hype. So he becomes a victim of his own tropes, right? And he comes home from going to Cali, and he's... <laughs> What did somebody say? You look like Prince's grandma or something. Or Prince, uh, my grandmother and crossed with Prince or something. Or Prince's mom. Or He's wearing this like crushed velvet <laughs> purple jacket with gold lacing on it. <laughs> and he's purple pants and he's strutting down the street. He's got gold chains around his neck. I mean, he's totally become what he's not, right? And oh, I forgot to mention, there's another school that's trying to get him to come there, and they've gone to his coach and said, 
you, we know that you are the person we have to go through to get Johnny on our side. What's your What's your asking price? And he wants to be the coach of the team at this college. So they work out a deal where that's going to happen. And so you got all these different people trying to make these things happen. And, of course, Johnny's mom's not happy because he's losing sight of who he is. Um, and that's really the nutshell of this story. And he finally comes to his senses, and it comes to the day where he's supposed to make his announcement. And the print, his, his coach gets up and announces that he's going to come to the team where he's at. And the guy thinks that he's supposed to be coming to Texas. USC thinks he's coming there, or UCC. And he gets up there and says, nope, I'm, I'm not picking any of them. And before it's all said and done, he goes back to the state college where the guy said, look, we're not offering any deals. Everybody has to have an education. And that's what he set forward. And eventually that wins him over. And there you go. There's the happy ending, right? Um, there's some crazy things that happen in this that kind of take you out of it because there's a scene where Uma Thurman's dad, who's the sheriff, hates Johnny, right? And it's kind of funny at times because he'll be sitting in the squad car and he'll see them together and he'll, like, go to touch her and he'll, like, get your hands off my daughter, Johnny, you know, on the intercom or the loudspeaker. <laughs> you know, so these things are kind of funny when it's happening. Um, and then there's uh, this strange thing that happens where the, the dad catches Johnny in the front yard, him and, and uh, Orville. Is it Orville? Leo, sorry. I don't know where I got Orville. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. And they said, we're going to settle this right here, right now. Oh, yeah? How's that? In a game of football. So somehow, they're going to work out their differences by playing a football game against each other. And it's ridiculous because he's got two other cops there that are wearing motorcycle helmets. And, I mean, it's just kind of ridiculous. Fun, yes, but it's very ridiculous. And it just kind of makes you... <laughs> right? But for the most part, this isn't a terrible movie. Oh, I forgot to mention that this movie is directed by... Where is he at? Uh... Where did he go? Uh, oh, yeah. Bud Smith. Pretty bland name. But, yes, the, the guy that brought us Flashdance <laughs> brings us Johnny B. Good. And you kind of get lost in it, right? Because you kind of feel like it's a... Uh, uh, Almost one of the uh, Brad Pack type movies, right? I mean, it has a lot of those people in it, but it's not directed by the great one. But anyways, let's see. What does this guy do? It says to live and die in L.A. That's pretty interesting. Stop or my mom will shoot. Uh, deal of the century. How about that for you? <laughs> Gregory Hines... <laughs> And Chevy Chase. Yeah, I remember that movie. What else do we think here? It's like he did some Driftwood stuff. So anyways, that's, that's kind of it. I don't know that he did... I don't know that he directed Flashdance. I know he was involved. But yeah, 
So there you go. Um, and it kind of explains it when you think about it, when you think about some of those other movies. Um, it's free on Tubi, so you can check it out. Uh, it's not bad, right? I'm going to give it a 3 out of 5. It's just kind of middle of the road. This is the second time I watched it, so apparently it wasn't too bad, right? And, uh, I don't know. Give it a shot. It's it's 80s. It's it's about, you know, people clamoring all over this guy and, and blowing his head up, and he has to come back to reality. It's one of those stories, right? So there you go, folks. That's my review of Johnny Be Good and You Be Good. And we will check you later. Jump to the bed.